0: Chub step, James, Patkay,
1: creating the ultimate jungle. Chub step, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle. You know what I feel like. Mother effing beer. What about NATO? How do you feel
2: about NATO? It's I never met NATO. Band? I never met NATO on I don't talk about people behind their back.
1: NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty oh, Organization. But you, oh, but you
2: didn't say that. I thought you were talking about guy. I know this guy named NATO, they NATO Jacob.
0: I know some of these words. Mr. Gorbachev,
2: tear down this wall.
1: All
2: right, and the show started. Sup? Hey, Pat. Hey, what's been going on for you? Just like past it was week. St. Patrick's Day last weekend. Had we not talked about St. Patrick's Day? That was this past weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about the parade, but not the actual event.
1: So I'd like to start off with a little opinionated piece, and we'll just call it Booze News right now.
2: All right, let's hear it. I got uh, Booze News.
1: Right. Did we talk about this last year about green beer?
2: I yeah, I think we did talk a little bit about green beer. Refresh I would just me. like to reiterate the fact that I think it's overrated.
1: Explain as you would a child.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, well, just because it's the same thing as normal beer, but then you have a lot of food coloring, and then it stains your mouth, and then it just... It, people freak it's out about it. It's just food coloring.
1: Yeah. It, I, I guess, like, the only point of it is to be festive, but, I mean, like, what for? You're putting it in your body.
2: Yeah, Um. it's... It's. I mean, everybody... So, it's a, so people can take uh, Instagram pictures.
1: I guess so. I don't know. I just... I don't like the idea of, like, coloring something it's not supposed to be that's like when they had the purple ketchup Uh, it's not meant to be that way
2: they had the purple ketchup and the green ketchup that would fit perfectly for st patrick's day they still had that around
1: i mean if anything drink a green river
2: yeah and i always do but i've literally don't know if i've ever had a green river not on st patrick's day
1: i actually believe it or not
2: i don't think they come in
1: two liters or they might but i have a liter of it in my room right now unopened
2: yeah, it's, they always come in, you're right, they're not, they don't come in cans or like normal two-liter bottles. It's all that kind of weird, like, can I drink this by myself, or am I supposed to split <laughs> this up between a few people? Like, it's a weird shape.
1: So one liter is 33.8 ounces. Okay, that's a lot of pop.
2: That's what I'm saying, but it's not like, it's not a big enough bottle that you feel like you should just be distributing it around. Or like, you're not going to open it and pour it in a couple different cups for people.
1: Yeah, if you get just one of them for a party, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to be out of luck. Are there a lot of... Probably, like, four.
2: Are there a lot of Green River uh, alcohol drinks out there?
1: I can't really see, like, what would, like, taste good with it because it's, like, really, like, syrupy.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. It just feels like there should be something.
1: It's like, okay, well, think off the top of your head. What do you associate with, like, St. Patrick's Day in alcohol? There's beer, there's whiskey, and there's, like, Bailey's. I don't see yeah. it going with any
2: of those. You're right. It could go. It it would actually fit just probably flavor profile better with a different alcohol, but that wouldn't be Irish at all.
1: No. So then like a vodka defeat. or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you're right. It would. It would not uh, fit that. Let's get
1: it on, big boy. It's time to get back on
2: the path! What did you do for St. Patrick's Day?
1: Uh, I just went to a friend's house. A lot of my friends went to the city for like these big like you have to buy a ticket to get into a bar and stuff yeah. I, I don't really do that
2: so that's one of the things i wanted to talk about i didn't do one for the st patrick's day but like a week or two ago i did Or actually i was sorry i was considering this is they had the like 30 dollar all you can drink for like a couple hours right we th- we didn't think we were going to be at the bar for very long so we're like let's not do that just grab a drink or two we go to this bar, and a bunch of people had these wristbands, and they're getting this you know, this $30 deal. I think it was like you know three or four hours you could drink up for like $30 or $40, whatever it was. It was not a horrible deal. But then you, realize, you go in the place, and it's packed. And they have two bars, and there's one bartender at each bar. And just to get a drink, I mean, you're waiting. I'm not exaggerating. You're waiting 15 to 20 minutes standing in the, uh, in the line to get a beer.
1: Oh, easily. I thought you were yeah. going to say like 30.
2: Yeah, I mean, it potentially, maybe later on at different times. But so when we were in there, it was at least 15, 20 minutes, and you are getting you can only get, like, one beer at a time. By the time you end up getting your beers, like, what is the point? I don't know. I don't really get it because you end up, and they know what they're doing. It's not like they were just shocked that all these people showed up for this deal. It was actually, beers. like, a Marquette bar in Chicago, and they had the, it was the day one of the Marquette games was playing. So they knew a lot of people were going to be there, and somehow they just happened to be understaffed. <laughs> Very disappointing. Yeah. They
1: were gonna make all that extra money.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um so yeah, it was a little bit uh a little bit disappointing, but a little ridiculous. This
1: is an eighty one Honda! How dare you!
2: Oh, okay. Uh I saw uh, a couple of days ago I saw Hannibal Burris in concert. Do you know who Hannibal Burris is? Oh yeah, I think
1: I've seen this on Snapchat.
2: Yeah, you did. But do you know who he is?
1: Yes, I know who Hannibal Burris is. He's well, a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just checking out. And Pat. like I don't an know. actor, kind of.
2: Yeah. So I actually really only I, know him. I know who some people are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, basically, yeah. So Hannibal Burris, I really only know from the Eric Andre show. I've seen him in a few other little things, but I'm a big fan of the Eric Andre show. That's where the Bird Up uh, sound bite comes from. Bird Up! And uh, so he's, he's kind of oh, like the okay. co-host in that show. I never seen him do stand up, but I was like, He's coming to the Arcada, which was, you know, it's like ten minutes from my house. It's a it's a big theater in in St. Charles. And so I thought it was kinda cool he's coming there. First of all, it was a really long show. And so they had an opener. It's a little different. Most of the time I'm going to comedy shows, they're like a uh, little it's like you don't really know who the headliner is. And maybe they'll go on, they'll do like five minutes of an M C they do like fifteen minutes of an opener, and then like a headliner will be like forty five minutes. And this one, they had the opener show up, and this guy named Kevin Bozeman. And Kevin Bozeman, I've seen perform at Zany's before, which is a local comedy club. And the only time I'd ever seen Kevin Bozeman, he was the headliner. And he was super drunk. And he ended up going an extra 45 minutes. Nice. He had to extra, go an extra 45 minutes. So, normally, he's supposed to do 45 minutes. He literally doubled the amount of time he's supposed to be doing as a headliner. And they eventually, like, basically just took him off the stage. He was like just—I don't know if he was like trying out new material or he was just so drunk he didn't realize it. But it was—I know he was definitely had a lot to drink at that point, Uh because towards the end he was kind of slurring stuff, and he was—you could tell he was like getting out of routine because it wasn't as clean. It was a little more dirty of material, and he was just—he <laughs> was kind of going off the rails a little bit on this thing. So I'd seen him before, but this was like a very—you know—well manicured fifteen-minute kind of open, open set. So then Hannibal goes on. And Hannibal was much more of a, like, storytelling type of uh, comedian. It wasn't, like, just straight, like, punchline after punchline type of thing. He was on there for quite, quite a bit. The whole show ended up being, like, two hours, which is fairly long for a comedy show. Um, and he talked, one of the big things he talked about was uh, the night before, so, like, I saw him on a Sunday. On Saturday, he had gone to Loyola in Chicago. Have you heard, did you hear what happened with him there?
1: With Hannibal at Loyola?
2: No. Yeah. Well, it made some news, and that's why I was curious if you'd heard about it. But basically, uh, Hannibal yeah. was performing at Loyola. Before he had gone, they'd sent him this email basically saying, Hey, this is a Catholic university. Uh, ref- uh, keep the swearing to a minimum. Uh, you can't make jokes about gender or race or sexual orientation or different these different types of things, right? Like this long list of basically like what a comedian says, you know, like, basically what any comedian would do. And if you've looked like censoring up... censoring his act. Yeah, basically they're saying, hey, here's, it's going to be a huge censor on your act. Uh, here's it is. And they sent this to him a few days before. And so he was telling us, you know, he's like, he looked in his bank account, and they had already paid him. So he's like, I don't need to listen to this. Uh, you know, <laughs> what do I need to listen to this for? So... He was saying that he goes to uh, Loyola, he starts performing, he says a couple jokes, maybe some sexual you know priest uh, references, that type of thing Catholic university you got to make a few of those right and uh, right. they end up cutting his mic like he said he said just like five minutes into the show, then they go he, he grabs he said he grabs a second mic, and he starts talking, and then they cut that and then and then he's like, and he's sitting there, and, you know, he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, he's just standing up there, and he can't talk because they don't like what he's saying, but they've got this huge crowd of students in front of him. So one of the students, he said, yells out, hey, we can just, you know, if you just speak loud enough and we're quiet, you can, you don't need a mic. So then he starts doing that, and then they start playing music over him. <laughs> so it ends up being this big thing. And, oh, man. And, and it's so ridiculous. And, you know, it's, he was basically saying, like, and you understand anybody from this perspective, like, he's already paid. Uh, and the school isn't letting him do this, and all this obviously the fans are all upset about this. But from like his perspective, like he did his job, and they're just stopping him from doing it. How dumb is it of a school to be like, "Hey, come do your act," but actually don't really do your act?
1: It's like you should know the audience, and you should know like his background and what type of show he does. Don't tell him like, you know, after He's already been paid. You can only do this and that. Like there should be some sort of like pre-negotiations before it goes on.
2: Well, that's what they were trying to do. By pre, he agreed to the terms, Pat. So they did try to pre-negotiate. They, so
1: then he broke the negotiations.
2: Oh yeah, they sent him a list of rules. They said don't swear, don't, uh, you know, keep swearing to a minimum. Don't make sexual references, that kind of thing. But I'm
1: saying this was this was after they booked.
2: I don't know where, I don't know in what order they sent him that email, but either way, he said he would do that, and then he went up there because he was already paid. He decided he wasn't going to do that, and then he just you know said what he was going to say anyway and he showed them i think he said he showed the students he said he showed the students the email that loyola sent him and he, he showed us it which was interesting Wow,
1: i don't know i think if he agreed to do it then he should have you know stuck by what he said he would do that's just my thoughts though
2: i would have just if i was loyola i'd be like just not hire a comedian that that's what they're you know like somebody has a clean act like get a jim gaffigan to come do loyola not Hanwell Burris. Like oh, somebody yeah, that's
1: they messed up to begin with. Yeah. yeah. Someone who just doesn't really fit the bill of what they're looking for.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so, Pat, uh, I was going to get to some emails for you that. Yep. Uh, the first email here is from Jerome. Jerome says, you can use this audio as it is public domain. This video makes me wonder, what would you do before the city council or other government bodies and fight for from Cousin Uncle Drum. All right, so let's see what this video is here, Pat.
0: Identify yourself. What up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um, I'm an activist and house party enthusiast. Over the past week, I've been in a state of deep despair upon hearing the news that L.A. is trying to outlaw house parties in the Hollywood Hills. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. House parties were the bedrock of my development as a young man in San Clemente. My first introduction to manhood came when the captain of my water polo team, Boomer Kingsley, asked me to shotgun a tall can of Bud Light in front of the whole squad at his end of the season batch. His parents were in Tahoe at the time, so we tore that weekend up. It was epic, and I was super stoked. My newfound confidence gave me the courage to ask out the most popular girl in school, Lauren Stockholder, to prom that year. She rejected me, and I had to go with Stacey McMillan but I didn't care because I was so amped on chugging with my boy. That's what house parties do. Raging at house parties is the truth. Thank way you. Next, next speaker, please come and identify yourself. What up, Council?
3: My name is J.T. Parr. I am also here to defend parties in the Hollywood Hills. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had peg stands. I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros, regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people, and everyone would laugh, you know, be witty. Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short, I fulfilled my potential. If you outlaw house parties, you may keep the volume down, but an externality is that you may keep people from bonding. America needs bonding. People need to put aside their differences and find common joy. There's no more effective environment for that than a freaking rager. This is the best exemplified in me and Chad's relationship. We were star-crossed. He a surfer, me a boy. Thank you.
2: Thank you. So the question here from Jerome is what would you go to before city council? our other government bodies, and fight for?
1: You know, it's actually funny he picked that
2: video because at Marquette's debate class
1: that I had to take, yeah, um, I debated my professor because I couldn't get a partner, you know, classic, on my own. I debated a professor about having um, campus parties. Yeah. So I was pro-party.
2: You were pro-party. Okay, so very similar situation as you this. take
1: your shirt off, yeah. you know, you, you have a beer. Well, yeah. I'm just saying out of experience. I don't think I go to city council over
2: it. No, 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 but same same basic argument. And what was your argument for parties?
1: Um, it's a chance to blow off steam, social gathering, meet new people. And um, I I got voted by the class as the winner, so we'll just, you know, chalk <laughs> that one up as a winner.
2: Maybe a little bit of a biased audience, though. Yeah, I got all the votes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not many kids voting against parties. Yeah. Okay. So you would, so what would you, so you would be around the same thing, Pat? You'd vote for campus parties, is what you're saying. Well,
1: no, I don't think you go to city council over something like that. I would, the video, it was like banning house parties. Um, yeah, in the Hollywood Hills. Let's see.
2: I think I would ban, uh, well, I see. Okay. This is like somebody fighting for something. All the things I can think of exactly. are like the opposite, right? Like, <laughs> All the things i could think of are like i'd want people to stop doing things. Like what? Like wearing headphones in a grocery store. <laughs> There's like so many like for some reason that really bothers me. It's like
1: headphones in a grocery store.
2: It just like uh it, it's so like the people are never paying attention. They're i don't I don't feel like they I don't know why people feel like they need to be in their own world while they're shopping for things. And it's I feel like it's always something like they'll be standing in front. And you're trying to say "excuse me," and they can't hear you because they're, you know, they have their headphones in.
1: I can't say I've seen someone wear headphones while they're shopping.
2: I've seen it quite a bit.
1: You know what? I would want to ban. I would want to ban jaywalking.
2: You want to ban jaywalking? I love jaywalking. I'm encouraging. I hate.
1: No, from a guy who commutes an hour each way, I hate jaywalking. It's like people don't even look both ways anymore.
2: You're saying, like, yeah, when you're driving through the city and somebody's just, like, straight up walking in front of you and then you have to, like, slam on the brakes type of thing?
1: Like, okay, I get if you're crossing, like, a residential street. I get that. But at least on busy streets. Like, cross at the crosswalk.
2: Yeah. No, I. but see, I when I jaywalk, I'm, like, always looking. Like, I'm only going if there's no cars coming.
1: No, that's what I'm saying is people jaywalk while cars
2: are coming. Exactly. Yeah, that that is an issue. It's, like,
1: it's like, yeah, okay. you obviously have the right of way. I'm not going to hit you.
2: Okay, here's but here's still. Here's what my th- if you're
1: not paying attention,
2: yeah, here's my thing. I'm going to fight for Pat, and this is uh, I'm not alone in this uh, conversation. Those that listen to Adam Krola, have he has a similar fight uh, with this. But uh, left red turn arrows uh, are are one of the stupidest things. So like, if I'm driving in my car and I've got a green light, I'm turning left, but all of a sudden they have a red turn arrow there.
1: And then the regular light
2: stays green. The regular light stays green. But for some reason, like half of the intersections, I can choose when I'm going to turn left. And then the other half, like, just have a red turn arrow there. And then I just have to wait till it turns green. So what I do is I, I look around and I see that there's not a cop there. I'm just turning left on that red. I do that every time, assuming that, not assuming. I, I look and make sure there's not one of those photo camera enforced lights. If there's not a photo camera enforced light and I look around there's not a cop, I turn left when it's a red arrow every time. And I've been doing that for the, probably the I past three like years. Feel like a
1: light with a, with a red arrow left turn is or has a camera almost every single time.
2: They don't. I mean, it depends on where you are. Maybe if you're in the city, a lot of times, uh, but in the suburbs, not so much. Jared,
1: uh, you little rebel, throwing yeah. the so that's, I would <laughs> yeah. the red, I would what the I left hand turn. What
2: I would fight for is to make the left red hand right hand or left hand turn uh, make it flash yellow. Like some stops, okay. some ones will do that, and that means you can go if there's not a car coming, like how you can decide most of the time when you're driving.
1: <laughs> it's like every other light. Yeah,
2: like every other light, but some reason they decide sometimes you're going to waste your time sitting there when nobody is coming. I guess I could get behind it. Thank you, Pat. All right, so we go to the next email here? Thank you, Drum. Uh, uh, this one is from Nick Russo. He says, hey, Big Jared <laughs> and Handsome Pat. Question for Jared. We all know you're well-documented distaste for Claymation Productions, but hear me out. What if they re-released all of the NBA Harvard Classics in luscious 1080p Blu-ray, but all done in claymation? Would you watch them? Would you enjoy them? Not give them a Sean Astin grade? Just imagine how good Larry Johnson and Spud Spud Webb would look. I think, uh, so, Russo, in this this example, I think Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues, Bogues would have made more sense as they played together in the Charlotte Hornets, and I think that's what you're probably referring to, but Maybe you're talking about them on separate teams, and that makes sense for Spud Webb and Larry Johnson. But,
1: hey, Jared, Jared, nobody likes to know it all.
2: <laughs> I'm just trying, if he's trying to tug at my heartstrings, I just want him to get his facts straight. Um, I would actually, <laughs> if, if somebody spent the time to recreate like some classic 1980s, uh, 1990s NBA games in all claymation, I would definitely watch it. But could I, could I sit through a whole game like that? I don't think I could. I think I could sit through like 15, 20 minutes of some highlights. I would definitely appreciate it, though. Maybe you're, So maybe he's saying here is that maybe just the top, the, what these claymation things are about are just not what I'm looking for. Like I would be much more interested to watch that because it's something that like, I'm interested in.
1: But I think a claymation, I think of like Frosty the Snowman. Yeah,
2: they're all, yes. And there's been some adult movies that are made in claymation. Not like sexual adult, not like porns, but like...
1: Wait, just, not, not Frost's, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed I know, what you're, t- I know what you're talking about. That man. one was Claymation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking okay.
2: about. What I'm saying is it's like there's been some, um, you know, Claymation movies made for older people, but they just haven't, none of them have, like, struck my interest. Uh, so maybe, you know what, I do like that idea a lot, Russo. Maybe you could get started on, uh, on doing that. I think that'd be something that uh, I'd enjoy. Let's just pick one game. Right. Let's pick. Yeah, I get to uh, work. Just pick like a classic, like uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird matchup in the finals in the '80s, and then see where it goes from there. Okay, this is the next one from Rosalie, and it says Russian email hacks. So here it is, Pat. It says, "Hey boys, I have a game for you. It's called the Area Method: Face, Body, Personality. I want you to t- to self-rate yourself, and then rate each other one through nine out of scale." Also rate these celebrities, and we um, do that after. And then it says, "P.S. Pat, stop being rude." What are rude. we
1: rating? Okay, you're like two episodes late. But what are we rating?
2: <laughs> stop being rude. Two episodes late. Um, I think that might have been rude. Of you saying that, Pat? It says, oh, "It says we're it's, rating, okay. we're rating face, body, and personality." And I want you to rate, to self-rate yourself, and then rate each other.
1: Uh, okay. I guess I'll go first. We're gonna do the self-rating,
2: right? <laughs> yep. Wonderful.
1: Um. Wait, face, body, and personality?
2: Yep, three separate ratings.
1: Well, you got to love yourself, man. So I give my personality a 10.
2: Okay. It's out of 9. 1 out of 9.
1: Well, I give it a 10. <laughs> All right. That's a dumb scale. Why is it 1 to 9?
2: It's just mixing it up.
1: Is anything ever 1 to 9?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Off to a great start here. Single digits are 1 to 9, so.
1: Okay, Nine, happy. Uh, let's see face here. Let's um, like think I'm like above average. Let's go six. Okay. Body, well, that's in a transition phase. We'll go with a five. I'm not flexing them, yeah. bro. That's natural.
2: Okay. Nice. Yeah, I think you got to go personality, and I agree. If you're if you're not giving yourself a personality of a nine, then I think that's <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> then you need to adjust yourself a little bit. Um, so I'm gonna give myself personality a nine. Face. Uh, I'm going to go seven. Maybe that's a little high. No, I'm still going seven. I'm all about me, baby. Um, and then body. Um, I'm fairly tall, athletic build, uh, but I'm a little bit on the skinnier side. You know, some, the dad bod thing is really in right now. So. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't get that.
2: Yeah. So for that reason, you're not going to please everybody. I'm going to go with a, uh, seven and a half.
1: Whoa. Jared, you think pretty highly of yourself, bro.
2: I work out, Pat. Just gotta keep
1: chasing the pump. <laughs> That's your explanation. I work out. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pat. Um, You're like that uh, that LMFAO song. I work out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, let's rate each other, Pat. Okay, Jared.
1: Personality. We're friends. All I'll right. give you a seven. Okay. I'd knock off two points because we usually disagree and mm-hmm. we can never schedule this correctly. Agreed. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Face is next. Uh, a little bit a little bit with the beard. I don't get the beard, man. <laughs> I don't get the beard. But I, I, I'll give you a six. Okay. Because I, I think rating that high is kind of weird. And yeah. then they even... Uh, but I, hey, hey, the body part. Uh, Jared, you're a little freakishly tall. <laughs> but a lot of females find that to be a good thing. I'm personally jealous of the height. I would take it in a second. um but I feel like you blow away in the wind, so I'll give you a six
2: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough all right um pat uh personality for you um you gave yourself a nine. I thought that was a little high uh <laughs> I'm gonna go with a uh I'm gonna go with a six and a half. I was going between a six and a, half and a you know what? I'm gonna give you a seven, Pat, because not a lot yeah, of people. What's with the no, no, no halves here. I'm gonna give you a seven on personality. Not a lot of people, uh yeah, are there times where I want you to continue saying something after I say something? Sure. But there's also not a lot of people that <laughs> that could, you know, consistently do a podcast for this amount of time. And, you know, we always have something to say. Whether it could be good or bad. Um Aww. Yeah, yeah, Pat, I love it. <laughs> uh, then uh, body, I you know what your body's a mystery to me. I don't really. <laughs> okay. I don't really know. I don't um, really know what
1: that means. I don't. I don't, I
2: don't actually don't want it to be any less of a mystery. Uh, but I don't really know. Uh, you know, because of that, I'm gonna go with a, a six for your body. I don't. Uh, I, I think... think there's some hidden things that I don't know, and I'm. I'm <laughs> I don't want to find out uh face uh you get a nice uh you get a broad face of a brewer pat i'm gonna give you a seven what does that mean uh you look like a working man's uh like a working class uh joe somebody
1: okay i hate the reference <laughs> but thank you
2: <laughs> you just like the joe somebody soundtrack
1: no i hated the joe
2: somebody oh that's soundtrack. right now i remember you hated the joe somebody in. soundtrack Okay, let's, let's, go fast. let's go past these ones real fast. Uh, we'll come to a consensus on these. Uh, rate these celebrities, Anna Nicole Smith.
1: Isn't she dead?
2: Yeah. That puts a personality yeah, at a personality zero for a, me.
1: A, I was going to say, one. it's yeah. non-existent. Yeah, non-existent. And I've never met her. How do I pick that?
2: <laughs> well, none of these celebrities we've met, so we, we have to go off just assumptions.
1: You know what? I don't even remember what she looks like. like now I have to like, turn on my laptop, go Google this. She was blonde, right? Yep. Well, that's a plus for me. Is, it, is hair considered face or model?
2: Face. I'll say face.
1: Okay, we'll go with uh, just because of the blonde hair seven. I don't really remember what her face looks like.
2: Yeah, I'll go. With, I'll agree with that. I'll go with the seven.
1: Wasn't she a model?
2: Yeah, but so there's two different like. Anne Nicole Smith, she you know she died pretty early on. Uh, she looked very different towards the end of her life. So it's hard to know which one we're judging here. We're gonna go with her. Uh, we'll go somewhere in between. So I'm going to go with uh she kind of scared me also a little bit um so there was times I could definitely go lower than this uh but I'm going to go with 7 7 and personality I'm probably going literally going to probably give her like a 2. She married some super old guy for a while uh assuming because he was rich. Uh so that's a, that's a negative on the personality for me.
1: Are you sure it wasn't cuz they were soulmates?
2: Could have been. His just soul his soul left just way before hers did. Uh he did not live long after they were married. Um Kanye West, Pat.
1: Kanye West. Personality. Don't know him. Um, a little wild. And uh married to Kim Kardashian, not the best choice. Let's go with a two. Yeah. Just to give him a couple points because he makes me laugh sometimes.
2: Yeah. I like his music. Uh, uh don't love him as a person, yeah.
1: No, yeah, I could probably agree with that. I even enjoy his music sometimes, but yeah. him as a person very no. Yeah. Uh he's pretty short, is my understanding. Like shorter than me. Okay, well Oh wow, I called him. I called him pretty short and he's only an
2: inch shorter than me. Oh okay. <laughs> so that yeah. um, So that makes
1: me short, he's pretty short.
2: Yeah, body I would give his uh his body uh I'd say pretty average, right? Let's go with like a four or five.
1: Alright, he is forty years old, so you gotta give him the
2: benefit of the doubt. Okay. I'll give him a five. There you go. And face I'm what do you thinking of for he face? He just looks pissed off. Let's give him a bad face. Yeah.
0: Three. George Bush doesn't care about black people.
2: That's a good number. I was going to say yeah. three. These next two, to me, are, are the same. Roseanne Barr and Rosie O'Donnell. To me, I, I don't... Roseanne Barr, I think I'd give a better personality. <coughs> um, Both pretty loud. Both pretty loud. I know people that have worked with Rosie O'Donnell, and I've heard she's very unpleasant to work for. I've wow. Heard, I've heard bad things about cool. Rosie O'Donnell.
1: You mean she was acting on TV? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Some of the people that I've heard um that seem very nice that are not so nice in real life are uh uh David Letterman and Ellen DeGeneres. Those are the other two that I've I've heard that as well. Um
1: Well, wow. that Ellen DeGeneres comment just probably cursed so many souls out there.
2: <laughs> um And maybe maybe I heard wrong, but that's just what I have heard uh from people that have worked with her and known her. Uh As far as Roseanne and Rosie O'Donnell, to me, their face and body are about the same in the two to three range. I was going to say two to three. Okay. Perfect. And yeah, then Pat, stop being so rude. XOXO. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. Here's the next question from Jerome. Jerome, uh, he says, hey, guys, eSports is a thing. What are your thoughts on eSports, and do you think it's going to stick around, or is it a flash in the pan like 3D TVs, the band Chumbawamba, And Ben Affleck's excitement over his extremely large back tattoo. Cheers, cousin Uncle Drum. So esports is basically like competitive video games. You're watching people play video games, yeah.
1: Not sports. Let's just start off by saying it's not sports.
2: As much of a sport as bowling or one of those, yeah.
1: That's like calling Dungeons and Dragons sports. You're playing a game. Yeah.
2: No, like it's like darts or bowling. It's one of those. You know, it's like is it sport? well darts it could takes be. a
1: little more skill
2: well if you get in the skill thing there's definitely a lot of skill in the video games that people are playing
1: oh my god they're playing with a controller dude it's so much different than aiming a dart
2: <laughs> i would argue that that some of the video games take more like the l- difference level between an amateur and a professional in video games is maybe even greater than an amateur professional in darts
1: Unless you're competing in DDR, it takes absolutely no physical skill.
2: <laughs> physical, no. You're right. Physical, no. But it does take... Isn't that what sports is? Physical activity?
1: A competition? Physical activity?
2: Well, virtually your guys are dying a lot of times if you're doing a shooting game. Virtually. Yeah, virtually, correct.
1: It can go bye-bye with Wumba. Well, okay, so I...
2: So I actually heard a pretty decent argument the other day about esports. And I actually – originally. so I never watch anybody play. If I'm going to play something – like if I'm going to watch anybody, I'm just going to play that game. Like why would I watch them? I feel like I should just play that. But somebody had an interesting argument for it. And there are a lot of kids that well, – like people get paid a good amount of money, Pat, right now to be play, play video games. Some of the top guys. Oh, the life. I know. Well, so it was an interesting thing. Like you watch the – you watch a team, right? You watch a, an NBA team, you watch an NFL team, because it's the best players at that sport to be doing that, right? It's the best player. You're watching somebody because it's something that you can't do. It's you know, it's impressive to watch because you're watching somebody the best at their, you know, at that at that thing. And it's the same thing with these esports people. Like when you're watching these these professional gamers, these guys are the best at that video game, and you would go in there and you would get killed from them in a second, and there's nothing you could do. And maybe, you know, just like in basketball or something, maybe you could put up a point or something like that if you're playing like a one-on-one or you're playing somebody in an esports thing. But uh, maybe you'll get a kill on them, but they'll kill you 20 times, you know, that kind of thing. It's, and so I thought that was an interesting argument. The reason people watch it is because they're watching the best at that thing, just like they do sports. It's not something I'm interested in, but I see why people like it.
1: I always make the argument, guitar hero, man. I know people who play guitar and they sucked at Guitar Hero, and I know people who've never played guitar in their life and yeah. they're great at Guitar Hero. Yeah. Bottom line, it has nothing to do with reality. Not a sport.
2: Yeah. So, do you think it'll do you think it'll go away? That's what the question is here.
1: Hope so. Do yeah. I think it'll go? Away? No, I think that that's gonna be like part of the new fad. Yeah. No. More and more games that get popular. Like, what's the one out right now? Fortnite. Yeah.
2: No, I've been playing. Something something I've been like playing that. a lot of that. Yeah. No, that's that's all the rage right now because it's a free game and everybody's playing it so yeah that's that's the big thing and it's i've never seen honestly i've never seen a game blow up so much like this like there's celebrities playing it all the time uh it's just like you know there's a ton of videos on it it's like all it's just crazy how yeah
1: i don't think it's gonna go away but i wish it would
2: all right um how about a uh, jeff Golden movie review here
1: yeah hi hi hi
3: i'm jeff Goldblum.
1: to his pocket.
2: Oh. I'm going to get my bloom on. That is one big pile of shit. bloom is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Gold Bloom or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? All right. So this is going to be a uh, actually TV episode review. So this is Will and Grace. Pat, you ever seen Will and Grace? <laughs>
1: I mean, unfortunately, I have. Who
2: hasn't? I actually had never seen an episode of Will and Grace until I watched the three that Jeff Goldblum was in.
1: It's like the kind of show you go over to your grandma's house and that's on. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's totally what that show is. Um, So he was in three episodes in 2005, Season 7 of Will and Grace, and he played a character called uh, Scott Woolley. And Scott Woolley uh, was this guy, super rich guy, that was basically trying to get back... At Karen uh, for uh, beating him in a high school uh, class presidency, and so his life's mission after that was to get back at her. And she ends up she's a CEO in the show, and his thing is to take over a company and become the new CEO. He wants revenge. Uh, Later on, there's some little uh, maybe some sexual tension between the two of them for a little bit. Uh, So it gets it's that kind of thing. He's in three episodes. It's uh, it's one of those. Okay, here's what I'll say about the show. Never had anybody interested in watching it. It's very basic, right? It's very, like, three-camera, like, all those types of, like, friends-type show or, like, Two and a Half Men. It's one of those type of just... It's it's there to try to get a big audience. <laughs> I thought it was a little better. Um, as I went on to watch it, it was a little bit more enjoyable uh, than when I... You know, like, as you know, the characters a little more... It's a little more enjoyable, but still, it's not a great show. Like, the fact that this was on for so many seasons is kind of crazy. It's like it's back now it's ba- and it's back you're right it's back and it actually has really good ratings now that it's being back I just it's not my type of show at all I get but I get why people like it right but I, it just to me this is another one of those ones where it's like there's so many better shows out there uh, but it's not a horrible show it's a very watchable show and it's like one of those ones that I could see somebody just having on in the background not my cup of tea uh, it's a middle tier Jeff Goldblum for me it's a uh, a Harry Connick Jr. on the Independence Day movie review scale
0: kick the tires and light the fires big
1: daddy yeah I don't like those kind of movie, or uh, shows either I think I'd probably agree with you that it's not good
2: um <sighs> okay let's do a quick Tanzania news here Pat the infection causes immediate respiratory failure Scientists claim that play the are
0: now transmitting you know what Fugazi no. uh,
2: Fugazi yeah, it's a fake
1: Fugazi Fugazi it's a wasi it's a wasi it's a fairy dust
2: Are you from Tanzania?
1: Yes, I am. Mm, a quickie.
2: Quickie. Okay, so uh, second opposition politician killed in Tanzania. So there was this guy who's in the opposition political party to Magafuli in Tanzania. This is not too long, like two weeks ago. Uh, had the power in his house was out, so he went to go check it out and he got macheted to death.
1: Macheted?
2: Yeah. A bunch of guys come up with machetes and cut that them up. That is so third world. I, that, I, that's crazy, right? I mean, that's like you never—that's something you never hear about here, right? That sounds—that ins- sounds like one of the worst ways to get killed.
1: That would be like the mafia in yes. like the fifties if they tied you up. Besides that, I don't think you'd ever hear of that around here.
2: No, and it just seems crazy. So this is the, apparently the second opposition, like somebody that's in the opposite political party of Magafuli, the second person that has died. Uh, in the in this recent future, or recent past, uh, that's been murdered. Uh, and so, you know, the, op- the people on the opposite party are being like, I think, you know, the party in charge has something to do with this. And, uh, you know, the, which is the Chama-Cha, which is the CCM party. Uh, <laughs> they think they're behind the attack. And, you know, they're denying it, of course. But it's just strange that two, like, big murders are... going on with this opposite party it would scare me if i were if i were opposing a guy like the bulldozer
1: yeah you gotta feel like there's some shady shit behind that guy
2: yeah yeah uh is there is there anything else you want to get to pat
1: uh really quick you know what's going on with toys r us oh they're
2: shutting down right
1: i believe so all of a sudden, they're saying that they're, like, trying to fight to keep a couple stores open. Anyway, I haven't read too much about what's happened, but I have seen a couple things, like, pop up on Twitter and whatnot. And my initial thought, what would your initial thought be on Toys R Us closing?
2: I mean, it doesn't affect me now, but as a kid, I remember, like, my biggest dream was winning, like, an I remember, like, every once in a while, you'd see some TV show, and somebody would win, like, you have 15 minutes to take whatever you want and fill up your cart with toys, And a Toys R Us, you know, you'd win like a certain amount of time, and uh, whatever you could grab, you got to keep. And that was like my dream. I always remember that's like this would be my like ultimate goal in life would to be just be able to grab whatever I wanted from Toys R Us, and get it. So as a kid, that was like one of my favorite places to go. I used to like shopping. I hate shopping now, but when there was a Toys R Us, I used to like it. My
1: initial thoughts. These are just my initial thoughts. I haven't read anything on it technology Oh no, no! kids are playing less or kids are stopping to play with toys at a younger age and it affected sales
2: they're playing more ipad games and stuff like that
1: exactly do you think that that's a possibility
2: i think that's a big possibility because what kid yeah it's like if, if Toys R Us isn't around, no kid is just like going online shopping for toys. Like how are they even getting these toys now? Which means they must just be playing with less toys.
1: That's what I think. And uh, the one thing I did see is that Lego is going to be greatly affected by it. Because I'm guessing a majority of their sales were from Toys R Us. Oh, I can
2: see that. Yeah. Big time.
1: But they got like the Lego store now. So maybe like also other like specific toys getting their own stores and Selling like separately, maybe that affected them. I don't know, but it's just like another one of those childhood downfalls, like blockbuster's gone now toys R Us joins them.
2: Blockbuster sucked
1: <laughs> you're a Hollywood <laughs> Fuck blockbuster.
2: Guy. No, it just was always always overpriced. It was just like when you look back, like there's a reason that everything else took over, like blockbuster sucked it was yeah, it, you you paid too much for your things, you had late rental fees, you know, if you didn't return stuff. Uh, th- yeah, there's a reason that Redbox and Netflix took over. I mean, it's just like the Blockbuster no, I'm, I'm couldn't stay competitive. No, I'm not saying
1: that I don't agree with you that those are better You're, a, blo- you're a Blockbuster apologist, No, I'm
2: not.
1: I'm just saying these are things you looked forward to as a kid. You weren't oh, paying yes. for those Redboxes. No, you're
2: right. You're right. I was looking forward to Blockbuster as a kid. You're right. I would like to go in the store and see the different... Uh,
1: if anyone's pissed off, right. it's our parents' generation. They spent all that money to rent a movie for one night.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You were paying like, you know, you yeah, eight bucks to rent a movie for like two days, three days, sometimes more, depending Whatever on Whatever it yeah.
1: was. And you like watch it one
2: time. Yep, exactly. And then you'd forget about it for a few days and you'd have to pay another like couple bucks. And, uh, good times.
0: Put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying my name, put some respect on it.
2: And, Pat, uh, what kind of stuff do you have here? So, uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com iTunes rate the show on iTunes. Anything else?
1: Say so iTunes, email the show, follow us on Twitter, oh, that's us right. that podcast. That's right. Follow Jared on Instagram, JRadZ3. Yeah. My handles: Pat Callahan44. Some random guy is Pat Callahan044. Yep.
2: And um, I think that's it. That's it, guys.
0: Uh, and the show ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.